This week in the Gospel of Mark, we hear that all of the Judean countryside and all of the people of Jerusalem went out to hear Jesus' honey-coated, bug-eating, camel-hair-wearing cousin proclaim a baptism of repentance. You're listening to The Weekly Word with Chris Mueller from Everyday Catholic. Isaiah the prophet wrote about a person who would go before the Messiah, calling the people of God back. Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. And Mark 1, 1 through 8, makes it clear that Jesus' cousin John was that messenger. His message was simple. Repent, acknowledge your sins, and turn from them. It's not complicated. The most important lessons, well, usually they're not complicated. John walked the earth and preached with one purpose, to prepare the way of the Messiah. And in this season of Advent, and let's be honest, in every season, well, we would do well to take his words to heart. How do we prepare for the coming of the Lord? We repent. Repentance is more than just resolving to not do bad things. Even if I committed to never sin again, which I should, and I could keep that commitment, well, that in and of itself isn't repentance. See, John's message wasn't just about stopping sin. Not only are we called to turn from sin, but we're also supposed to acknowledge and confess our sin. We're supposed to own what we've done and ask forgiveness for those things. Repentance is more than saying, I'll be better. No, it also involves saying, I have sinned through my own choices. I did these things. Have mercy on me, Lord. Own your mistakes. It's a vital part of being a follower of Jesus Christ. We confess our sins without justifying them. We confess our sins without blaming anyone else. We confess our sins in humility, acknowledging that we have sinned. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. There isn't repentance without humility. You know, my parents taught me that an apology that includes but isn't an apology. I'm sorry I did that, but doesn't work. And it's past time that we applied that to our relationship with the Lord. It's a simple message. Own your mistakes. Don't justify your sins. Don't make excuses for your choices. But there's another important line in this week's gospel that I don't want to miss. In the very last line, John says, I've baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. You see, John called the people to repentance, but his baptism didn't actually change them. It was purely symbolic. Now, that doesn't mean that it wasn't good. It was, but it lacked power. And John acknowledged that. The baptism you and I have received is not John's baptism. We received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Our baptism was not just a symbolic ritual. It's a rebirth into the family of God. Through baptism, the Holy Spirit, the very person of God, comes to live and dwell within us. The grace of our baptism, the life of God in us, makes it possible for us to repent fully, admitting our sins and through God's power, sinning no more. And by cooperating with the Spirit and asking for the mercy of God, Our sins are forgiven, and the bonds of those sins are broken as well. The power of sin is disarmed, and we are given freedom. This week, reflect on John's call to repentance. 
If you've confessed sin but still struggle with it, take a long, hard look at your life. Ask the Lord to search you. Are you still clinging to some justification for your actions? Renounce them. Lord, I chose to sin. I need forgiveness. Are there sins that keep coming back? Well, have you accepted that God can break the bonds of those sins? Next time you're confronted with a habitual sin or even find yourself in the midst of it, stop and out loud rebuke it. Jesus' blood has paid the price for my freedom. His blood has severed my chains. I'm a slave to this no more. And then spend a moment or two in worship. I guarantee that if you cooperate with the Spirit in this way, sin you thought you might never overcome will lose its power in your life. See, your baptism accomplished something. Live in that. John called the people to repentance. We're still a people called to repentance. This has been the Weekly Word from Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If this podcast is serving you, please consider going to everydaycatholic.com forward slash donate and making a monthly pledge.